In honor of Black History Month, friend of NWEF and history teacher Ted Lamb is going to share a story with you about little-known Black patriots in American history. Stay tuned each Friday this month for a new episode about one of these secret American heroes. Thank you for joining us for this little mini-series that we are doing on the state of education, uh, focusing around Black History Month. Uh, I am delighted to have in studio today uh, a special guest, Ted Lamb, who is a history teacher. So, Ted, welcome to the State of Education, and uh, glad to have you with us as we focus on the importance of Black History Month, why it's important for us to know about African-American individuals that have been a part of our country and significant roles that they have played. And so good to have you with us today. Thank you for inviting me to this. This is um, I'm glad to be here. This is something I, I'm excited about. You know, often uh, individuals can develop stereotypes of people groups or cultures and so forth. It's really a very unhealthy thing. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, really racism kind of feeds out of that. Uh, so our purpose today is really to talk about not so much that it's about people groups, but ultimately it's about people, individuals, uh, because in every people group, in every culture, uh, there are it, it, we, that those are made up of individuals, and those individuals many times are significant and bring significant value. But a lot of times in the stereotypes, we don't pick up those qualities. We look at things that have been focused into us that may seem negative. And uh, so we want to focus on what really matters, and that's individuals and the value that they have and bring to us as a society. So uh, we're going to kind of break this down into several sessions that we share through the month. So as we launch into this, uh, talk to us. Who's the first African-American that you would like to introduce to our audience as, as somebody that they need to know about and what impact they have had uh, then and perhaps even until now? Yeah. So again, thank you for um, allowing me to, to be a part of this. I, I think this is very, very important. Um, I, I love history. Um, I, I love teaching it. Um, but most importantly, I love teaching it and getting it right. Um, if we look around and if we just listen to and um, just believe what the, the mantras or the one line items are in our society today, um, I'm afraid that we are not getting an accurate history at all. If you look and you see what is said, it's basically said that anyone that was in the 16, 17, 1800s um, co colonies, 13 colonies or the United States were just slaves. And that's it. That's basically what we hear, except for a few exceptions of like Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, but even them, the emphasis is on the slavery part. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you this, for every Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, there are other um, black Americans that tells another story. And the beauty of this is that this isn't my words. These are primary sources. And it's actually primary sources that we know about. We just haven't been taught about them. 
Hmm. So um, if I could, I would love to launch into our first one. His name was, uh, and, and these are going to be names you probably haven't heard of, or if you have, you're, it's going to be like, oh my, I had no idea. <laughs> moment. That's great. That's great. Um, the first um, individual is a gentleman by the name of Prince Whipple. Um, have you ever heard of him? I have not. And probably uh, 99% of us has not ever heard of him, but you actually have seen him. You just don't know it. Uh, Prince Whipple, actually, we believe that he was actually part of the royal family in an African uh, uh, family. So he was from there. And his parents, his family. Now, listen to this when we think about this, because we don't put we don't think of this at all. Um, that his family actually sent him to America for an education. And right. so he was born in 1756 to 1797. Think about that. Hmm. An African aristocracy, royal family, sending their child to America hmm. to be tra trained or taught. Um, but unfortunately, while on that voyage, the, the sea captain is the one that got greedy and sold him out and sold him into slavery in hmm. Baltimore. Um, what's interesting here is that he was sold to a gentleman by the name of uh, William Whipple out of New Hampshire. And actually, uh, William Neal, who is another um, historian that we don't know about, but he actually wrote um, in 1852, The Colored Patriots of the American Revolution. And he has a little bit of Whipple's story in there. And it does um, goes along... Um, like this, I, I'm going to read it to you right from that that text or that account. It says, as was customary, Prince took the surname of his own owner, William Whipple, who would later represent New Hampshire by signing the Declaration of Independence. When William Whipple joined the revolution as a captain, Prince accompanied him and was in attendance with George Washington on Christmas night for the legendary and arduous crossing of the Delaware. The mm. surprise attack following the crossing was badly needed victory for America and for Washington's sagging military reputation. In 1777, um, William Whipple was promoted to Brigadier General and was ordered to drive the British General Burgon out of Vermont. Now, here's what's interesting on this account. So if your audience could get in their head or even look it up, um, or and I'm sure we're going to have pictures of it even here, too. Think of the famous painting, The Crossing of the Delaware. You've got Washington in the boat, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've got the people that's steering. Well, if you look in towards the left-hand side of the boat, you do see a gentleman that's um, rowing. That is an image of a black man. Mm -hmm. That image is of Prince Whipple, mm -hmm. is what we tend to believe now. Now, why is this important? Because here's why it's important. We have this stigma, stigma. We have this opinion that mm -hmm. only everyone there was, were slaves, and that is not the case. And for a painter, an artist, to put this in there shows you the contributions of black Americans at that time that right. played such a role in our history. Um, and it goes on, say, in another work uh, in 1824, um, after General William Whipple was promoted, it, and I have a quote here that says, on his way to the army, he told his servant, meaning Prince, 
that if they should be called into action, he expected he would behave like a man and fight bravely for his country. Now, this is the amazing part. Prince Whipple replied, Sir, I have no inducement to fight, but if I had my liberty, I would endeavor to defend it to the last drop. The general immediately freed him on the spot. Hmm. See, we don't talk about this. We don't discuss this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just think of that. Well, first off, we would think that no white man, especially a general, would ever do that on the spot. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, William Whipple went on and he fought at the Battle of Saratoga, the Battle of Rhode Island. And um, he would attended General Washington's and his general staff uh, throughout the revolution as a soldier and an aide. Now, think about that. All mm -hmm. we hear about is that, you know, blacks were not allowed to participate or it was frowned upon, which I'm not in denial that it wasn't frowned upon, but that doesn't mean it didn't occur. Right. You, you know, and, and these were people that um, distinctly wanted to serve and they did serve and they served with honor. Again, the history is there. That's a, a primary source, the painting of the crossing of the Delaware. It's right. all there for us to see. But um, you, this is just one amazing person alone. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, I certainly was aware of the picture and the fact that there was a, a black man in that picture, but uh, you've opened up a window to help us understand who that person was, how he got to this country in the first place, and, you know, and then what was his role uh, on the boat and in the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because if you look at that, first off, most people don't even see the black man in the boat. Secondly, after they do, they start thinking, oh, well, maybe he was a slave or he was less significant. No, <laughs> that image represents the fact that, um, as we, I said, we believe that that was uh, a, a painting of Whipple. He was mm -hmm. an aide to the general staff. He was a soldier. He served um, honorably. You, again, um, mm -hmm. this is at a time, and he was a slave, and he decided to serve. Mm -hmm. So, again, this is completely different than what we hear. Right. Absolutely. And so an application even to our culture today. I mean, obviously, we've come a very long way uh, in, in race relationships and in, you know, the African-American community being central and very much a part of our overall culture. I mean, you know, we don't even think in at least I don't think in, you know, racial groups, I mean, as Americans, and we look at how many Americans today who are involved in our armed forces, in our, uh, you know, police officers, in our firefighters. I mean, these are people who serve with distinction in our country today. And, you know, so it's, it's an, important thing for us to understand and remember that uh, as we celebrate Black History Month, history is being made today by individuals who are standing out and leading in their communities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, this is one example and there's uh, several examples, which I am, um, I highlight in February on my History Moments with Ted uh, Facebook page, too, that clearly there's more um, examples to the story 
than what some wants us to believe. Um, we have a history. Did we have slavery? Yes. Was it horrible? Absolutely. But is that the only story? No. And I think that if we actually understood the complete story, we would not be as divisive on this issue as much as we would be unifying because that is what the story tells us. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing that story. This episode of The State of Education with Melvin Adams was made possible by the generosity of our donors. Here at the Noah Webster Educational Foundation, we want to make it easier for you to engage with your local government and school system. Whether you're a parent or grandparent, educator, legislator, or simply a concerned citizen. If you're curious about how you can help us make a difference in education, visit our website at www.nwef.org. We'll see you next time on The State of Education with Melvin Adams.